0: Hello and welcome to Abandoned Cart, the podcast we wish we'd had when running our own e-commerce store. The hosts for today are Adam. Hello. And myself, Laura, the co-founders of Pink Leopard, which is a growth acceleration agency specializing in e-commerce. Joining us today is Jason Hewlett, Director at Speedy Consultants, who's going to be talking to us about unlocking the power of referral marketing. So very exciting episode. Jason, welcome to the show. Hello,
1: thanks for having me. Thank
0: you very much for joining us. So we kick off every episode with this question so the audience can get to know our guest, just a bit of an icebreaker. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received and how has it impacted your life? Yeah, so I guess
1: the best the, the, the biggest piece, I suppose, because I had a couple of ideas, but but the main one really is just ask the question. Because if you don't ask, you don't get, and we sometimes I think the faster you ask the question, the better, because if you wait on it and wait on it, you get inside your head and, oh my God, this is going to work. And especially some of the stuff we talk about today, some of the most successful partnerships we've worked with have just been me just actually emailing somebody and going, would you be interested in this? What's the worst that's going to happen? We're going to say no who hoo then you move
0: on. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I think everybody can, um, can you know, utilise that piece of advice, definitely. And I think, well, funny, Adam and I were talking about it yesterday. We're like, who, you know, who else can we get on our podcast? And we were like, let's just, we actually did talk about Mark Zuckerberg and we are like, well, sort it of, we'll just ask him. <laughs> well, like, you can say no. I'm sure you will say no. But, but yeah, so that is a really great piece of advice. Thanks so much for sharing. No,
2: that's okay perfect okay cool so jason just before we get into this can you give the listeners a bit of an overview of who you are and what exactly it is you do
1: yeah so so my name's jason i've been running a digital agency since 2003 and i've been online doing digital since 1996. so i am going to say like i always say on every podcast that's probably before some of you guys were born doing a long long time my background is personal finance but the first affiliate referral program we launched was for Casio back in 1997, so I know ecom really, really well. At the moment, we do we we've gone through the whole gamut of being a full digital agency. So we've done SEO, we've done pay per click, we've done a little bit of social, not not to the degree you guys do. And and during COVID, we decided actually let's just focus on the stuff I enjoy doing, which is the partnership side. So it's referrals, affiliates, loyalty programs, co-marketing, white labelling ecosystems, all that kind of stuff. So we're kind of doing that at the moment. So yeah, when I go out and talk now, we're talking about referral schemes, affiliate programs and loyalty programs, there are sort of three core things. And they're great, because like you said, in your sort of introduction, it's all about growth. And these things are, you know, pretty much low cost, low risk growth engines, if you do them the right way. And hopefully, that's what we're going to talk about today. So yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. And I suppose leading on from that, the the topic of today is unlocking the power of referral marketing. So for those who don't know, or maybe a little bit unsure, can you just explain that a little bit further? What that exactly means?
1: Yeah, so so referrals is basically most people would have come across this in in some way, shape, or form. You go to a networking meeting, you go to a BNR, you go somewhere you go somewhere you go and have a breakfast, and they say, "Or oh, can you refer me to three people in the room?" or all that kind of stuff. So, it, it's basically about getting a customer to refer your business to their friends and family in foremost. That's the quick and easiest way. So if you look at any kind of referral program and everyone on this call or everyone that's going to listen to this will have an app on their phone and buried in there somewhere deep, it will say referrals or referral scheme or referral program or ambassadors or associates or anything like that. So what it's basically doing is it's allowing you as the the, the merchant, the product owner, to reach out to your existing customer base and say, can you refer me to five of your friends? Can you see how powerful that is just in and of itself? That, that's, you know, potentially the, the, the growth from that is, is huge. Why would they do that? Well, you're going to reward them. So yeah. you're going to pay them a commission. You're going to give them a voucher. You're going to give them a discount off their, off their next purchase. And what's in it for the, the, the referral partner? Well, you're going to give them a discount as well. So we come on to that, but yeah, the, the idea really is, it's actually using your existing customer base to grow your customers, as opposed to doing paid for marketing, or dare we say social, you know, doing paid ads, this could be a nice little thing on the side where you can you can drive more referrals.
2: Yeah, okay, got it, that's great, thank you very much. And how, how does that differ to affiliate marketing? So.
1: Yeah, so so Google will be a funny thing. So Google will tell you it's all the same. Um, the way I differentiate it in my head um, is a referral partner is somebody that has a business relationship with you in terms of they're a customer. An affiliate is somebody that may not know who you are, you may not be a customer, or well, they may not be a customer of you, but they've got an audience. So they, you know, affiliate slash influencers, kind of the similar kind of thing. These people won't have bought your product, but they may have an audience. So if you're selling, I don't know, iPhone covers, and you're an affiliate that's got a blog about iPhones, they may be an ideal affiliate, but they're not a customer, so therefore they're not a referral partner. It's just the way I keep it different, separated in my head. But really, you can you can run both and you can run both with the same piece of software. So it doesn't really matter. It just helps for business owners first coming into this that haven't looked at this before to differentiate it. Because if you go online and you look at affiliates and affiliate marketing, it's a very dirt. Historically, it's a very dirty space. And the problem is, is that some of that stuff comes up on Google and you go, oh, my God, that's so scammy. I don't want to touch it. That's evil and and because it used to be it back in you know and when i say used to be i'm talking pre-social media so i'm talking you know 2002 2003 it was a it was a really horrible dirty space where people used to do all kinds of dodgy things to get people to to click on their ads nowadays it's a lot more sophisticated a lot a lot more protected so they both work really really well but i tend to keep them very separate
2: yeah that makes sense absolutely i suppose with your referral marketing then it's your because it's your existing customer base it's already your loyal fans i suppose so i can see that kind of key difference there what would you say would be for anybody thinking of bringing in a referral program what would be the key benefits for the e store to do that
1: to be honest it's about bringing in new customers in a, in a nice, easy way. If and this is a this is a weird thing to say to a bunch of e-commerce people, but if you don't like selling, then this is ideal because you can set up and you can automate a process, and it can be as technical and as complicated as you want it to be. If you're sending out physical products to the customer, you can use cards that you can put in the boxes. Simple send this in to me or give this to your friend. Your friend redeems a code on the back or he sends it in and he gets a discount and everything else. So what tends to happen is the customer that's being evangelical about your brand and your products is going, this is fantastic, is now getting rewarded for saying that. So there's a benefit for them. And then there's also a benefit for bringing in new customers quite cheaply. And, And what you tend to find is, those customers will be similar to the people that referred them. Yeah. Because, you know, your friends and family are going to be kind of similar people. So you, you tend to find it it's quite a good way. And if, and if I said to a, to any kind of e-commerce manager, how do you 5X your business and your ads? They're going to say, I can't do that very quickly because there's a cost involved, because of the cost of increasing my ad spend and doing all these different things. Whereas a referral program, you can go and pick let's say you've got 100 customers and you send them all an invite to your referral program and 50 of them, because we know not everyone's going to do it, but say 50 of them send it out to five of their friends, you've just really exponentially grown that business and that's, that's just doing it once. Yeah. And then you keep reminding them that it's there. And, and referrals can be a very, very powerful marketing strategy. So for those of you not doing it, I think you probably need to, and if you're struggling or you're looking to expand and grow and, and get to that next level, affiliates is kind of one of the low hanging fruits. Um, everyone focuses on the tech, everyone focuses on the platforms. Everyone talks about, you know, TikTok and Insta and all these things. And sometimes they forget the stuff that's right under their nose, you know, email. Oh, my God, did he just mention to a, email to an econ business? That's so old. That's like, you know, we were doing econ back in, with, with email you know 2004. Well, it still works.
2: Yeah.
1: SMS still works. You know, it's just now called WhatsApp, isn't it? You know, we've got all these different things. But, yeah, referrals, you know, I, I would strongly recommend. It's a good pitch for us because I'm a person who doesn't like selling. Mm-hmm. So all I do is I go in and I say to you, here's your customer base here's a referral scheme program off you go that then self funds your next level of marketing spend in other areas or you just bank it as profit so you know it's it's, it's a good thing to do
0: and you, you said about sending stuff out in the post with their like is that one of the most powerful ways or is it like So I've had stuff through my email before, which is something it's like, send this to a friend, but with posts, I've only ever really seen like brand collaborations, which is obviously a good crossover, but I don't think I've ever really received anything that's like, tell your friend about this, but would you, is that a really powerful way?
1: Exactly. Yeah. One one of the things we see lots of in, in the US is we see these things called referral cards
0: Mm.
1: and referral cards are great because. Referral cards almost become your business card. You actually give them to people when you're out and about. You know, can you introduce me to somebody that's looking to buy a new home? If you're a mortgage broker or, or something like that. But yeah, it's the one. It's the one thing that we you, you're missing because five postcard-sized cards slipped into a package. You know they're going to see it because yeah. they've got to open the package to get the product out of the package. An email, my delivery notes. I don't care. I'm only going to look at my delivery now if it doesn't show up a week after I've ordered it, and that's not a good experience for the for for the merchant or me because I'm now in a really bad mood because my book hasn't arrived or my thing hasn't arrived. Whereas if the thing arrives and you open it, yeah, we all get we all get these things from Naked Wines, we all get these things from Grays, we always get these, and that's yet yeah, that's the Hub Group doing fantastic co-marketing work with their different brands and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, slip five cards in there. It'd be different. It'd be really, really different. And I keep telling econ people they should be doing it because it's just then, you know, you could do something really clever where it could be one side of it could be a £10 note. And you turn it over and you say, this, this card is worth £10. You have five of them in there. They may have just bought, I don't know, a 10.99 bottle of, I don't know, Diet pills? Ooh, did I say diet pills? Some kind of supplement or or fuel or something. And then they've got this card, and then they go, "Oh, that's worth a tenner." Right? Who do I know? And they're going to go out and do that for you. Whereas if you keep sending people emails, what's the likelihood they're going to see the email? Are they then going to open it? What's going to incite them to o- excite them enough to open it? We all struggle as marketers to get people to open emails. Whereas this is really old school, going back, you know, going back to paper. And it would be kind of unique because I don't think many, well, like you say, I order so much stuff online from different stuff, not just Amazon, but all kinds of different little Shopify stores for some of the weird, quirky things I collect. No one's sending me anything apart from a dispatch notice, and it is such a shame because it's such an opportunity to use referrals. And it's so simple because all it is is a card. There's no tech involved. You can actually just have a code on there that says, You know, with with 100 customers, you can actually physically go to Vistaprint, print off 1000 cards. When you're doing the packaging, you can actually write a code on each one. All right, that's Jason. So we'll call that Jason or Jason H. And we'll go 12345. There's his five cards, he puts them in. New customer gets that card, he then gives it to his friend, his friend puts an order in, in the coupon code, he puts Jason1. So you now know as the marketer how effective that code is.
0: I was going to say, yeah, it's all measurable, isn't it? So you can try it and
1: it's, see, it, see what It's works. totally measurable and it doesn't have to be expensive. You know, you don't have to spend 20 grand on a piece of software. You don't have to develop software. There's so many different b- tools out there that can do stuff. But even something as simple as if you're a small com business and you're doing everything yourself and you're bootstrapping and you're in your early stages, yeah, go to Vistaprint, print a 1,000 cards, cost you 60 quid. Right on those cards, you know, do the first 10 customers send it off, see what that comes back with, then you can grow and scale. And then you can invest in systems because the money's there. If the money isn't there, then obviously you can't do that. So yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. But I'm still a firm believer in physical, tangible cards for for, for referrals at the moment, because everyone's just online and trying to do it simple or trying to do it easier and scalable.
2: Yeah, it's a real wow moment when something lands on your doorstep, isn't it? Because people just totally aren't expecting it. Obviously, you're, you're a champion of that tangible material. Would that be the way that you would actually tell someone completely starting and fresh with this to, to do exactly what you just said, get cards printed, get them sent out, or would you go by the email route to step into it? What would be the best way yeah. for- Yeah,
1: for, for me, I like, so I'm cheap. There we go, I've said it. <laughs> so I'm cheap. So so the cheapest I can do something to test is the best way. So you can, you, you know, and there's plenty of tools. We can talk about tools in a minute, but there's, there's plenty of ways of doing stuff online. Again, some low cost, some no cost, just needs a bit of bit of more involvement. Cards are simple for me because it's low, low entry, low cost. Go to Canva, design something, send it to Vistaprint, print it, job done. There's very little excuse not to do that. If we start talking about software and integrating systems, integrating it into Shopify, integrating it into WooCommerce, all this kind of stuff, now it becomes a bit of a nightmare or potential nightmare, especially for business owners doing all this themselves. So, yeah, my, my gut says for the first three to six months, you can test a referral program, manually I call it manually, so, so printed cards. If you hate that because you're a sustainable business and you don't want to touch cards whatsoever, that's cool. You can use something like Google Analytics. So you can set up and you can use that by email. So you can set up, I don't know how technical we want to get, but you could set up campaigns. So you can set up UTM tracking codes for people. So you could have UTM campaign equals JSON underscore referral or something. And, and, and then anything that comes in that, that shows up in your GA. With conversion is a sale you can then you know reward people in that in that respect if you're using woocommerce you can use plugins if you're not using if you're using shopify there's plugins for that there's things like referral candy that sit outside of all kinds of plugins so i guess it kind of depends where where people are in their econ journey with you if they're right at the start i'd say go as cheap as possible just to prove that it works and get comfort in the fact that you know your loyal fans do want to do want to help you grow and everything else rather than spend you know even something like referral candies you know a couple hundred dollars a month isn't that huge in the grand scheme of things but still that's a big sweat on for uh for a small business looking to grow so you know i'd go as cheap as possible so everything grows, everything, you know, it, like you guys know, everything expands as you spend more money on it, but I would start really, really small.
0: Can I just ask with what kind of incentives do you find works the best? Like, do you find there's a certain discount for like e- either party? Does it have to be discounted?
1: Yeah. So, so there's two, there's a couple of ways of doing it. My, my thing is win, win, win. So everyone's got to win. So the merchant wins because they get a new customer, the referee, the person doing the referral wins because he gets a discount. He looks cool in front of his friends and the person that then gets referred gets a discount. So he's saving some money. So he now likes his friends because he's just saved him a tenner on whatever. So I tend to say, if you can reward everybody in the journey. So you basically, refor- ref- you give a discount to the person making the referral and the person getting the referral. Now that can be, if you said, 15% of my price's marketing cost to acquire that new customer, theoretically, I could give 7.5% away to the referee and the referrer, that's the simple way of doing it, or 10%. 10% always seems to be a nice number for everybody, like, like we have always have numbers ending in 7 and 9 as a marketing thing, 10% seems to be a good thing, but it's entirely up to the business, and that can be ongoing or just that one off. So that could be an acquisition cost for that new customer, or you could keep it going. So it's again, it's entirely up to the business owner, you don't have to, if you're in a tight margin arena, you may just say, Yeah, we'll give you 10% off your first order. And that's it. That's to get them involved in the ecosystem and the community of that product. And then they're going to repeat buy because that's the kind of product it is. So if it's a supplement or, or Something where there's monthly payments, that kind of thing. Um, So yeah, I tend to find tens work well. So ten percent off. If you start thinking about, and this is this would be another conversation, I think, but we'll we'll just cover it here and tap it here. If you were doing loyalty points, so you actually, with said to said to customers, for every customer you bring us, we'll give you ten points, and a point equals a pound that you get off your purchases. That's no longer a referral program in my mind, that's the a loyalty program. So that kind of, it's kind of slightly different. I know that there would probably be somebody that would go, well, what if we did this? And, and for those of you who don't know what a point system is, you've probably got one in your wallet. Starbucks, Costas, Greg's, Nectar, Boots, BP Me, they're all doing it to a point where I think they've said now Starbucks loyalty program would be the fifth largest bank on the planet. Because it's got so much value stored in it. It's mad. Absolutely mad. It's got billions of pounds and dollars stored in in these little cards as value where people need to redeem stuff. It's mental. I don't really like Starbucks either. But, no. Yeah. <laughs> Me <laughs> really.
0: Anyway, wow, that's that's so interesting. But yeah, I think it it definitely comes back to well, the same as with performance marketing and what we do, you've just got to know your cost, don't you? And you've got to know your the what you can afford for the initial acquisition. Like you say, if you're not spending that on um, paid ads, you can definitely put it into this. And if they're going to keep buying exactly the same, you're you're winning either way. So, yeah, so, you're so helpful. Thank you. I love it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Just a, co- a couple more questions, Jason. Is every customer then a referral partner, essentially?
1: They can be. I, I tend to err on the side of caution when you first start because if you've got growing pains and delivery becomes a problem, so if you say say you've automated your referral, so you said every customer is, is going to be a referrer, I'm going to send them an offer to say you can refer my business. The problem I have with that when you first start is if you mess up a customer order or the customer's not happy and you've then sent them a referral. They're not, they're not going to engage with it. And even worse, they're going to jump on social media and go, blah, 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 whinge, winch whinge, whinge, which they've got you right to. So I tend to tend to suggest that you you do this manually 14 days. You know, what, what's your return policy on your product? So if you've got a return policy on your products and it's 30 days, invite them to become a referral member on day 31 because you know that they're happy with the product, they haven't returned it or that, you know, they're happy with their purchase. So that kind of thing for for me helps keep your program nice and easy. It does keep it small to start with, but then you've got, it's got a more propensity to work because they are your loyal fans. Not every customer that buys your products is going to be a loyal fan. Let's be honest. Yeah. So for me, these, these programs that basically, Automate. As soon as someone drops into my WooCommerce, I'm going to send them a referral link, and they can refer it to their friends. Because I live in a in, in a land with fluffy, fluffy, you know, strawberry coloured clouds and everything else it doesn't work like that in the real world. There's there's going to be a percentage of your customers that are going to be really they're not going to be happy. And what you don't want to do is you don't want to antagonise somebody by saying, Oh, you can earn ten pounds by referring to all your friends. And they, and they jump on social media and they go, no one ever to my friends, you didn't deliver my products, we delivered broken and no one's come back to me from support and this, that, and the other. And this is the first you're hearing of this because you support, you know, externally managed oil. And it just it just upsets everybody. So, yeah, I kind of like to have a breathing gap between delivery of the product and launching the program. That all said... I'm, to, and I'm never consistent with what I say, so I'm all over the place. If you're physically sending cards out, you have to put them in the boxes. I was
0: going to ask that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the only time that you would do that. And, and, but what you could do is if your product is cyclical, so if they're, if they're going to do a repeat buy, you could send it out on the second purchase. So again, it depends what your, so if you've got an e-com subscription box, for example, that you would send them the cards on in the second box because they've obviously liked the first box because they re-resubscribe. Or it's going to be on their second purchase. Or you find those people that are waxing fantastical on social media about you and your product, then you just send them the cards.
2: Yeah, so you definitely need to be strategic with it. I think that's really helpful information actually, because I don't think people would necessarily think about that uh, and maybe you know just go great, we've got this program, I'm gonna send it with the first purchase and it could get you into a little bit of hot water really. The final question that kind of links to that is uh, about automation that you mentioned before though. I think from what you've said so far, you would need to automate these programs when you've kind of got a little bit of data and a bit of confidence with it rather than doing something you know, completely off the bat because you want to learn about how it works properly before you step into that world but yeah. once you do get to that point of being able to automate things how can that look for businesses and is there anything you can recommend as a tool?
1: Yeah so, so there's a couple of tools so again depends on your shopping platform really so it depends what CMS you're using so if you're using WooCommerce then there's a whole bunch of referral plugins that you can go and find and just Google them, referral plugin for WooCommerce. I think there, there, there's a few, and the same with Shopify. So if you're on the Shopify, there's, there's referral plugins. It's probably easier to do that first. Look at your shopping platform. You've spent time setting that up. You know that inside out. So get the app or the plugin that would work with that, and it would integrate quite quickly. And then all you've got to do is you've then got to write the language around what the referral program is, how they get rewarded, what the, what the terms are, all that kind of stuff. So that that would be the one thing. If you can't find anything and you want to run something independently, there's are, there are tools like Referral Candy and First Promoter that run independently. So they're sort of cloud-based, so they run offline not offline, they run off site. So they they can be, it shouldn't really matter what your platform is. The the, the good thing with those is that you can then, we can then take a referral a step further. And that we don't have to reward people for referring sales, we can pay people to refer likes, shares, follows, email subscriptions, all kinds of stuff. And that then that starts to blow people's minds a little bit, but that's also another another good thing. So you can use a referral program to grow your social community, and things like first promoter are great because it allows you to do all of that. You know, share this competition on Instagram or like this post, and you do this, and you do these five things, and then first promoter sees that he's doing that, so it's it's doing that tracking for you, and then says, oh, you now get a five percent off voucher, and here's your voucher code, Mr. Customer, that we're going to send you by email or text. So there's a whole bunch of different things, but I think look at your platform first, and then you know there, there, there'll be there'll be plenty of plugins. Make sure you read the reviews. We don't tend to suggest a broad brush to say this what this is what works for WooCommerce, this is what works for Shopify, because the business owner could have very different needs. It maybe they don't want to pay by voucher. Maybe they want to pay store bucks or something or maybe they want to use their own point system or maybe they want to do something different. So we tended to find solutions depending on on the product owner really or the or the merchant.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. It has to be right for the individual business, I suppose. But that was all incredibly helpful with lots of really fantastic tips there, Jason. So thank you very much for sharing all of that.
0: Okay. Yeah, really, really helpful. I think because we're, we're obviously with growth acceleration, we're always trying to help our e partners grow and scale. And it's just looking for ways that because so often it's just, you know, more, more, more money into, into ad spend, but it is definitely, as you say, looking outside the box and all of the other areas and some quick wins and some kind of long-term strategies to, to continuously help them grow in scales, that's so helpful, and I've learned a learned a lot from this. Thank you. Is that is there anything that you think would be really good for the audience to to know about that we didn't ask you?
1: Not really. I think we we, we sort of covered most of it. I think just have a, do some research, have a look around, see what look at some of the brands that you already engage with, and see what they do, and see if that works for you. So, you know, we at the moment name that we we drink Huel. 'Cause I'm just lazy, so I have Huel for breakfast. And we and we get referral codes for them, and then the wife said to me, She said, Oh, I sent out a thing yesterday, we got 30 pounds off our next order. It's like, Wow, that's nearly a whole box of Huel. That's cool. Just for referring them. You know, we get discounts for referring all kinds of weird and wonderful products. So I'm because I'm in that space, I'm always looking who's doing what? Is it working? Is it working really, really well? And everyone's doing it at some level. Some people are are kind of open and honest, not open and honest. They kind of really share it. Other people, it's hidden away and you have to find it. But you, I'd say go and experience that. Once you do it yourself, you're going to go, how do I get this into my business? And and what you can then do is, I, I hate saying 5X or 10X or whatever, but for every every paid customer you guys generate for your clients on paid ads, could actually be six customers because they could refer five of their friends.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: Just by having the process. So it just goes boom.
0: Yeah, I love that. And yeah, I'm definitely look out. I'm sadly not one of those referers, but I need to now that you've told me that. I think sometimes I get I look at it and I'm like, Oh, that's that's great. I wanna kind of refer but then I'll be the person that sort of does it when I'm looking to them buy something else. I'm like, where's that? <laughs> where's that? Yeah, I exactly.
2: yeah.
0: definitely gonna do it now moving forward. So I think that's, that's great in it. Yeah. So really, really helpful. Definitely something we'll be sharing with, with a lot of our clients and obviously everybody listening to this can can hugely benefit from the advice that you've given. So thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So is there, how can the listeners connect with you, Jason?
1: Well, I'm kind of everywhere. So, so, so Facebook's probably, I I live on Facebook. So I'm just Jason Hewlett on Facebook, company is Speedy with an IE, consulting.co.uk, and you'll find all bunch of links to all kinds of stuff on there. So we've got scorecards. We've got, we're, we're actually about to run a five day challenge for small business looking to get into. We're going to talk about referrals, affiliates, and loyalty. So we're going to do that over five days, just to give everyone to a sort of mile-high view, so they can then pick which one they do. So yeah, we've got lots of fun little bits of content coming, and stuff that's already on the site. So yeah, that, that's probably the easiest way. And I'm, I'm also a bit of a demon on LinkedIn. So yeah, pretty much everywhere. The only thing I'm not on is TikTok because. I'm an old boy now, so <laughs> like, you know, can't, can't do that kind of stuff anymore. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't blame you. Dip my toe into TikTok, but <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much. That is really, really helpful. I know we're going to um, arrange a, a webinar at some point as well for for our clients. So we'll share that when we when we have that too. Because I think. Yeah, I'd love to dig deeper into this. It's really, really good stuff. So thank you so much again, Jason. And thank you everyone for listening. Um, If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe or follow us for more episodes coming soon. And if you enjoyed the podcast and this episode in particular, then please leave us a review. And lastly, if you're keen to discuss any aspect of digital marketing for your business, then the team at Pink Leopard are more than happy to help. So you can visit visit us at www.pinkleopard.co.uk for more details. Thanks so much, and thanks again, Jason. Much appreciated. Yeah, no problems
2: at all. Thanks for your time. Bye.